Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Viral Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, Lawrence. And uh, today I have um, Lindsay Luttrell and uh, her producer, Garrett. Um, how are you today, guys? Doing great. We're great. So tell me uh, what it is that you guys are working on um, as a project yeah, well, we have some big news. I told you that this would happen when we had our pre-conversation, Lawrence. Uh, I am not a solo artist, Latrell. We are a band, Latrell. And so Garrett is my bandmate. Garrett is Latrell as much as I am Latrell. And so the project that we're working on is our first debut album, a full-length LP called Public Love. And it as the songwriter on this project, it, it is quite personal to me and does tell my own story, um, tracing the relationship with myself through the mirror of romantic relationship. And it is storied and passionate and uh, quite a journey. And um, I'm excited to talk to you about our process and our content and the sound and where we're going and where we've been and, and to involve Garrett in that as well. So how, where did it kind of start transpiring where this was more than like a solo project and then it kind of came together? Like, how did that whole thing come together with you guys? That's a great question. You know, when I when I look back over the course of my life, because I've always known this is who I am since my earliest memories, I already knew that this is who I was. And my vision for my life as a child was a band. I, you know, I, I would make up band names as a kid and put up concert posters around my dad's church, you know, for this imaginary <laughs> band that I had. And so it, it's something I've always longed for is, is to be an us and not just a me. Um, you know, there's something when everybody's bringing their energy to the table and investing and sharing and caring and building and risking and celebrating together, there's just something that's entirely different than kind of being on your own with a bunch of hired folks to help you. Um, and so that was what I always wanted. And I, I had a little taste of that many years ago and it was lovely. Um, but life is complicated and has taken me all over the country. And, um, and I, and I haven't had access to that in a long time. And so when Garrett and I started working together, uh, Garrett as the producer on this record, me as the songwriter, artist, and kind of executive producer. We've been right in there in the studio together on every on everything. Um, it just has flowed and it's just been so organic and fun and generative and powerful. And um, you know, I I really I'm kind of obsessed with what we're doing and with our music. And I couldn't have brought all these things out without Garrett. And it feels very specific to him and to the way that we work together. And so long story short, fast forward to maybe a month ago, I don't remember exactly the timeline, but I came out of the studio with one of the songs we were working on, feeling so good about it that I had the audacity to text a good friend of mine who is also a musical hero, Van Hunt, and uh, to say, hey, any interest in getting involved in what we're up to? And his feedback was better than I could have dreamed it would be as someone who I don't think whose affirmation, I don't think there's anybody out there whose affirmation of 
myself as a as a recording artist as a songwriter and singer could mean more than his his reaction was this is amazing this is brilliant you guys have a sound you need to be a band and I already knew that in a perfect world Garrett and I would be a band but I didn't imagine that he had the capacity in his life given all his responsibilities as a producer and his own career as a recording artist and um, et cetera, like all the all the work he does in in family and community and music in Indianapolis. I didn't imagine that it would be something that would appeal to him. Um, but I finally, at Van's urging, got the courage to talk to Garrett about it. And I could not be more thrilled and delighted that we are Latrell and that, that we're in this together. So why is it, why do you feel that you two work so well together? You want to take this one, Garrett? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I work with with quite a few different artists. Um, and we all sort of have our own chemistry together. It's something that I look for when I'm working with clients and friends. Uh, um, but I, I, I think with Lindsay, there's a... I feel like we formed a deep friendship connection. And from that place, like... I feel like we really have learned to understand uh, the different places that each other are coming from, both creatively and socially and spiritually. And um, I think because of that, we go into the studio with like kind of a unity of mind. Um, and I, I think uh, what I've found is some like Lindsay was saying something that I just couldn't have created on my own um it feels very much outside of me and a part of me and I think as a bandmate that's something I'm always looking for you know I've played in a handful of bands in the past and it's kind of been like a, either a hired gun situation or um just kind of like the parts are simplistic and so I'm uninterested in playing them. Uh, and these, the stuff that we're coming up with is just really um, captivating for myself creatively. And I think for Lindsay too. And so the notion of, of partnering up to continue to create just kind of, I think was a natural next step for that, for us. Um, yeah. What do you think, Lindsay? I agree. I agree. Yeah, it it we're just we had we had a conversation that I posted on our Patreon account about this and it just it just feels like we're playing. There's just such freedom and because of that the I think the the depth and the range of the things that we're able to access within ourselves and bring out um it's just it just is like you know, playing this game where it's like, oh, and there's more. And also, what do you think about this synth part? Or, oh, what if we added this here? Or what if we wove this spell that I wrote into the song? You know, it just, it it's such a, a joyful and exuberant and ego-free um, place to just create. And yeah, we, we really are great friends and um, respect each other as people and thus I think are just safe. We know that it's a safe space just to unfurl. So 
I have so you mentioned a Patreon. What what do you like what do you offer on your Patreon that is an incentive for for people to subscribe every month? Like what's what is it that they're not getting um outside of that? That's a platform? great question. Yeah, that's a great question. We I think this is week 29. Um, <laughs> I'm still keeping track. We'll see how long I'm able to do that, but we're at week 29 so far. It's been me, you know, making the posts, you know, and, and now that we're a, we, you know, I will certainly invite Garrett and Lawan, whoever comes on to join us as a band as well to contribute though it reflects them, but I'm doing a combination of things where every week I'm giving a usually pretty lengthy voice memo update. Kind of behind the scenes, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what's happening, you know, what I'm calling in. I'm trying to invite the people who are there with us to share and to support what they're calling in and their creative and our practices as well. Um, usually there's at least one video a week of behind the scenes stuff that we're doing in the studio. And so you know, depending on the week, people are seeing 45 minutes of what just happened in the studio, a song kind of unfold production start to finish. Um, sometimes I keep it to five minutes because I know not everybody has the capacity for 45 minutes, but um, they're seeing they're seeing the unfolding in real time. They're a part of it. And I'm soliciting feedback and involvement. Um, there are people on Patreon who are involved in our art direction and in future filmmaking and, um, you know, and, and certainly getting their feedback and trying to process with them. How would you describe this? What would you say that this is? Because we're still a little bit at a loss for, for how to encapsulate what, what we're creating. And, and so, um, we're just getting started. And so as, you know, as we move out into live spaces and have merch and those kinds of things, those kinds of perks will be added on as well. But at this point, it's just, a lot of hearing from me and seeing what we're what we're doing and and really kind of feeling involved from the ground floor. Um, also, you said earlier you wove spells into your song. <laughs> do, do you literally do that, or is that like a, like a metaphor or something? We did that. <laughs> oh, oh wow! <laughs> so if I if I listen to it, I'm, I'm not going to get like cursed or, or anything. <laughs> No, it's it's not a spell to affect anybody else. It's it's a spell um, that my my astrologer and spiritual guide encouraged me to write. Um, encouraged me to write for sending my music out into the world, and um, I'm supposed to sing it. Or you know, I I wasn't instructed to sing it. I'm just a songwriter, and so I wrote it as a song. Um, because that's how I write and I'm supposed to sing it over a bowl of water at, you know during full moons and then pour it around trees um, with the understanding that there's this underground network of root systems and so just because you don't see the message spreading just because you don't see the connection spreading doesn't mean that they're not and so it's kind of that reminder for me maybe more than anything else as well as of course you know the world is mysterious. And so I don't know how much that affects the world beyond me, but I know I affect the world beyond me. And if I'm kind of practicing that meditation and that image of, of root systems, then that's, that's powerful for me and affects my own kind of audacity and willingness to persevere and show up. And so that spell, um, 
we wove into we wove into a song that's, but it's not it's not hexing anybody else don't worry that, that's, <laughs> no i just i just find that fascinating i just i've never heard that before in my whole life of like talking to musicians so <laughs> I was, but, but listen at your own risk Lawrence <laughs> so I guess so <laughs> I was like oh a spell I was like, like okay I was like I was like okay that's that's good then <laughs> you're very you're very in touch with like spirituality I, I see like I I where did that like come from I'm just curious like, like how did how did you get like in in deep like with with like spirituality and like your um what what you've been doing i'm a preacher's kid from the south (laughs) um and you know i was raised as a methodist preacher's kid you know i uh said the sinner's prayer when i was three years old i got baptized when i was six um you know i grew up singing in the church i grew up i grew up in the church and um and and was always in church choirs. And that was really my only vehicle for musical expression. I grew up in a home where I was pretty much only allowed to listen to Christian music until my parents couldn't quite control that anymore. You know, it's like once you get around like the fourth or fifth grade, the fourth or fifth grade (laughs) kids are playing stuff at school. And so I'm I'm hearing things elsewhere. But up until then, you know, my exposure was pretty limited. Um, But, you know, in my 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 own faith journey inside of Christianity was very sincere. It was rocky and and you know, I wrestled with it a lot, but it was very sincere. And in my 20s out here in LA, which is where I'm at right now, I was a worship leader at a church here. And um I I really found a lot of value in in spirituality through that vehicle, which is the only one that I knew. And um a few years later, I couldn't continue to believe the things that I had been told um, because of my expanding life experience and starting to encounter people of all of all faiths and no faiths who had the spark that I had always associated with the Holy Spirit, you know, being friends with Muslim folks and atheist folks, et cetera, who I could still feel that presence. I was like, okay, I don't think that this is encapsulated in the way that I was told that it, that it is. And I, I need to give myself permission to ask different questions and to explore more. And I experienced a lot of loss and a lot of grief, um, both in the material world and relationships and in the spiritual world, because there wasn't anything to fill that vacuum for a few years. You know, it was a few years of just like, oh, I don't know. I don't have a spiritual practice now. I don't know if I will ever regain that and feeling that loss. And it took several years and astrology is, is, um, astrology made me, when I started to really study it, made me start to feel connected to some larger mystery again. And through that over the years, you know, I've kind of ventured into other kind of more woo practices, but, you know, at the heart of it, this like quest for spiritual connectedness doesn't feel at its core and at its essence different than it did inside of Christianity. Now, the frameworks, the questions, the rules, the guidelines are certainly different. Um, the answers that are offered are different. But I, I feel like um, what I'm continuing to seek is that connection to authenticity, that connection to integrity, that connection to connectedness beyond me to others and to the mysterious kind of unnameable question mark. 
Um, and, and so that's, that's been my journey and, you know, Garrett and I have a lot in common. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a former worship leader, Garrett, uh, you can speak for yourself. We, we have, we have a lot in common and we're able to connect on this a lot as well. That's yeah, that, that's really, um, a fascinating journey. Like <laughs> that's a, uh, that's, I don't know. That's, that's pretty interesting. Uh, how, how would, how did it affect you musically? Did, did it like kind of open up your, your mind a little more to different things and different concepts musically? That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I had much more rigid ideas about what kind of music was useful in the world and what kinds of stories and what lines of inquiry I was allowed to follow and what lines were kind of off limits for me. And so, you know, I used to have this rule for myself that I was only allowed to put air quotes, positive music into the world. Um, And it was like, you know, if it was about me, if I was wrestling with my own shadows, then I could say that. But if it was about someone else's shadows, then I I couldn't um, because I didn't want to contribute to, I felt like there was enough of that in the world. But you know, I've, I've come to a place where I understand that we need to, there, there's a lot more complexity to wrestle with our own and others. And, um, and so I, th- I think, you know, the way I write comes directly from my ever evolving political, spiritual, emotional consciousness. And you can hear that in, in the songs and in the journey of, of what I'm wrestling with and how I'm doing it. And how I'm holding it. Yeah. Music musically, how do you feel you've grown from like 10 years ago to now? Oh man. Uh 10 years ago to now. I mean, I've been, I wasn't what was 10 years ago even? <laughs> That's, a good That's a very what good question. Time? That's a very good question. <laughs> um I mean, I, I haven't had the chance to produce my stuff before and with Garrett really we're right we're right in there I mean he's got all the skills you know it's like I I can dance the rhythm I'm feeling or hum a bass line yeah. uh, but I can't play it I don't know what to do with any of the boxes any of the the gadgets <laughs> you know like I I could never bring all of this out um even though I've got a lot of it in me it's not all in me this is a a hybrid we are you know merging our our creative insides in this way. Um, but yeah. you know, I I've always known and I, I did record for a while, more than 10 years ago. Um, but I've always known that my songs were meant to be dynamic, cinematic, um, evocative, layered, big. <laughs> um, and and I haven't known how to make that happen. And so I think the biggest growth in addition to just spiritual evolution, relational evolution is, is just being partnered with somebody that, um, you know, I can experiment and bringing all these things out into, you know, the, the, the open air with, <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch I'm going to turn a question to you garrett um yeah next because i've been curious so you uh, you said you actually manage more people than than just Lindsay Snow. now who like you don't have to list everybody i know it's probably like a like a long list but like who are some people like you've been been working with and 
yeah continue to work with uh currently uh my partner shay she has a project called shay farmer uh, yes. that i play guitar in um that's sort of an ongoing thing um we put out a record last last spring i think yeah, yeah last march and uh i produced i just like two days ago finished a record for arcelia kent yes i had arcelia on my my yeah. show actually so i was like i, I was gonna say okay, I, said, I think you must work with arcelia because i if i remember it correctly yeah. i was gonna say but yeah that that's really yeah. cool that yeah well i noticed well i saw when you guys did that like little like studio sit around session with all, yeah. the, all of the different musicians there that, that was like really neat like it was yeah. or actually it was in like your apartment someone's apartment or something yeah just my living room yeah. that's your that was your living room yeah, yeah. that's that's awesome <laughs> i think that's like the coolest fucking thing like i'm sorry but like i thought when i saw that i was like that is so fucking cool like they just like got everybody in there just to like jam and like chill yeah. like that that's so sick like, i wish i had like like a community like that around here to do that with that'd be so yeah. awesome i Build was like <laughs> that's like that's so sick yeah but, yeah man, it just I, I, I like that i really like the way you guys kind of like like bring your ideas out of each other it's it's a mm -hmm. very interesting like it, it seems like you guys kind of bring the best out of one of another and you guys collaborate a lot and you're kind of all in each other's projects and stuff, which is, I, th I think is yeah. really, it's really cool. You know, it's like, I, I think that that really makes, you're, you know, it's almost like, you know, you're like a team and you're just getting like, you know, more experience and more experience and like, yeah, you just keep making each other better and better and better you know, mm -hmm. as you continue to work with each other, which I find is really neat. You guys are kind of building a little something here, you know, with, yeah. The, so you guys, was it the nap? Is it nap time recordings? Is, yeah. It, is, yeah, the studio or the community i mean it's i mean like this almost sounds like a record label like it, yeah. kind of, like you know what i'm saying like i'm like you kind of like you're almost venturing into like an indie label like <laughs> territory do you do you think like that's a, a direction you could take this at, at some point down the line because this is something i'm kind of fascinated with because the way i've been seeing this kind of um progress through like instagram stories and everything i'm just like this almost seems like a like a label like a, a yeah musicians here uh it's certainly a question i've i have lingering in the air for myself and from other people uh at this point i'm just trying to get more educated on the music business like oh yeah that's i'm i'm a uh a risk taker but a cautious one so hmm. if i don't understand what it is Yes. You know, 80 to 90% what I'm getting. I, I can figure out the last 10%, but uh, I have some kind of values that I live with. One is to not take advantage of other people or use other people to uh, for my own gain without them also having an equal or greater gain. Um, and the music business is notorious for not doing well. I mean, yeah, well, let's call it what it call it what it is. The American <laughs> capitalist system is yes. Is, call it call a spade a spade. It's you know, yeah, it's, it, it's a product of the the environment it exists in. But um, you know, I I would do it if I felt like I came up with a model that supported artists right. and supported myself in a healthy way that didn't 
overexert people and yeah abuse people um i just want yeah i don't it's not worth it to me if that's not the reality yeah. so you just want to kind of let it naturally progress and become whatever, yeah become whatever it becomes yeah no that yeah. i respect that no that's that's very admirable quality you know of a, of a leader so that that's uh that's pretty good that you're you're not rushing into it but and it just yeah. it just seems like you know you guys are in you know in that you could do that if you ever yeah ever yeah, really I, wanted I, to <laughs> I would want it to feel maybe more like a co-op or something like yeah, where the artists or shareholders or yeah, I don't know exactly how it would work, but that would be a really neat idea. I love that actually. Yeah. Every few months I'd, I'd sit down with my journal and write out an idea that's an iteration of that. And uh, I don't really believe in forcing things. Um, you know, my, my, I guess, quote unquote, spiritual journey has kind of led me to like, um, like early Zen Buddhists and Taoist thought and that kind of idea of just not forcing things to happen and just like moving when that when nature moves you there, when the reality that you live in moves you to that place, um, has always worked out so much better for me than trying to force something to happen so you know if if it works out it works out and if not like i've always struggled to describe what it is that i do but i just make stuff so i'll always make stuff and like at some point that might be a record label so we'll see what the future yeah, holds I yeah guess. I, I like that's that's a good answer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that is a good answer what what advice would you give to someone that's trying to become like a producer or yeah. started in the music business on that sort of end of things. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not, I, I'm always hesitant to give advice because I, I don't really believe that there are like gurus in the world. <laughs> like That's, yeah. if I, anybody tells you that, that this is how you do it, then uh, run. But um, I guess like, so my journey started just by, when I realized I'm going to try and do this, I went out to Los Angeles. Uh, my partner's sibling lives out there and um, they just took me around and introduced me to probably a half a dozen people that are making a living in music. And I realized a couple things in that situation that I think are what I would tell anybody. Um, one is that the music business is very much make it your own. Like it's not an industry that you can just apply a model to and it works. So there's a little bit of like a self growth journey that has to happen. And you have to ask yourself like, what, where, where's the ground where, what I love, what can make me a living and the people I love all connect in a way that has sort of a unity to it. Um, so that's kind of a, a vague, I guess, answer, but that was really important to me. And it took me uh, five years to get to that point almost. So I think the other thing I learned on that trip is to be in it for the long haul. Um, and to take your time 
work another job if you have to so that you can learn how to do it the way that you want to do it and don't get you don't get stuck in this like oh well i just have to make all these shitty records because um that's what's coming to me and i have to eat you know like to me as an artist like if i'm not inspired by the work that i'm making then i might as well just go work in a fucking office and like um so yeah i think find records you love people that you want to work with you know learn what it is that you love about music because that's going to how you how you're going to realize you connect with somebody um commit for the long haul it's a my i have a mentor that says uh making it in the music business isn't about um who has the greatest skills or the best taste or the most contacts it's about who sticks around the longest <laughs> yeah that's yeah <laughs> um and Lindsay and i talk about that all the time some of our favorite bands didn't didn't hit it until they were in their 40s so yeah uh i've fortunately i somehow found a way to do that in my early 30s and make a living off of it but um yeah i i could talk about that all day i think context is important what you want to do exactly is important yeah um but yeah just make stuff just start making it don't wait for permission <laughs> that's yeah that's a great that's great uh, again i love that answer that's I, th I think you have to create just every day you know and do something yeah. anything you know just keep your mind stimulated and yeah keep that i mean growing that muscle you know and have a have a vibrant creative life whether that's cooking or painting as well like yeah i'm a multidisciplinary artist so yeah. you know i'm building a garden right now and that's creative and like don't look at life as like when i'm making stuff and when i'm not making stuff look at life as making stuff like yeah. it's all making it's life is an art yeah. you know i love that that's that's yeah. awesome that's that's a really 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 like great phrase like <laughs> i really love that that's that's awesome very introspective yeah um so Lindsay, so what what um what's next like for you guys like what what's what's coming up for you guys like what's the next step for the band at this point well, we're still in the thick of recording. Um, how we... is that? How is that going so far? <laughs> it's amazing. I I want to play stuff for you so you know what we're talking about because I realize you you don't have the music to reference. Um, it is so surprising, and um, I just I kind of don't know how to prepare people for it. It's like I can tell you, but you're still not going to understand until you're listening and I've been trying to get feedback from folks just out of curiosity more than anything because we didn't decide in advance we're going to make a fill in the blank this kind of record we didn't you know we didn't decide we're directing this at a certain genre or a certain set of references it's like okay the goal is for this to pull all of our guts out <laughs> and then be like okay this is what it is um, and then describe it rather than prescribe it. And so it is taking shape and we are starting to understand who we are, 
at least certainly in this project, which is a 12 song record, it's a beast plus, um, plus interludes. And, and, you know, when I say 12 songs, I, I played, uh, I, I was hanging out with Garrett's uh, sibling-in-law out here in LA yesterday. And um, <laughs> they were like, how long is this first song? And it was like almost six and a half minutes and they loved it. They were like, it's so great. They were like, you know, you can tell you don't give a shit and that's the best kind of art. Um, <laughs> and so, um, and so it's, it's, uh, in their words, what was it, uh, Garrett, uh, you may have both seen the video I posted of them. They said, um, they said it's eclectic and mm -hmm. soulful with a rock edge and heavy on the ethereal, I think was their language. Yeah, I saw that actually. Story. I was like, oh, that's a fascinating description. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. I was like, but that sounds pretty cool. I mean, like I would listen to that. <laughs> Uh, but, um, but yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, but from a songwriting aspect, like, do you guys kind of collaboratively approach that, or is there someone just mainly like writing this or writing lyrics, or you know, or someone just doing the music, or is it more of like you guys just kind of write it together, sort of? For thing? this for this project, I've written all of it, both lyrics and music, and then we co-write most of the parts for the production garrett has written some of the parts as well just nice. on his own he's like this is what i'm hearing and i'm like yes that's perfect that's amazing but for the most part we are you know neck deep together in the studio working out every rhythm every kind of tone and sound and the ideas are just kind of ping-ponging back and forth and building on each other but garrett is also an incredible songwriter and has his own project called King Flower. And he's recording a record as well right now. And, you know, I certainly imagine that in future projects and down the road, we'll collaborate more on, on songwriting. And because yeah. this particular record is like telling a very personal story about my own, my own journey. It's so far, I mean, you know, we, we haven't settled on the final last couple of songs, so we'll see. Um, but so far, so far I'm, I'm the writer on this project. Uh, that's that's really neat but man garrett like how do you keep up with all this like it's like uh, so many like different how do you not get burnt out like how do you stay like like just going and going like that like that's that's honestly amazing uh, amazing to me because that would overstimulate the absolute hell out of me so like yeah. god credit to you for like handling all that like on your plate that's just that's amazing. i don't know yeah i mean it probably sounds like more than what's actually going on i have a <laughs> a four and a half year old kid and oh my gosh <laughs> i lead a pretty balanced life i feel like uh all of my my partner might question that sometimes but um, <laughs> i i really i don't know it's like i have adhd so i just bounce to the next thing I feel <laughs> you know it's like I, i've embraced i've embraced who i am in that sense i'm like I don't really care except for like for maybe an hour or two at nighttime to sit and watch TV or like sit on my phone. Like I've learned that like the best thing for my mental health most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time is to get up and try and make something. So um, I, I have been close to burnout. I'm not going to lie at different times last year, so I've only only been doing this full time since December. 
Uh, and before that, I was basically working two full-time jobs. Oh, uh, Christ. <laughs> so I, I, and I grew into that. So I certainly built up stamina to be able to manage that. Um, that's, that's absolutely insane. <laughs> that's but, but incredible. I was, oh my God. I knew what I wanted, you know? And if you know what you want and you know what you love and you're not sacrificing your values, it's pretty hard to get burned out. And if you're feeling close to that, you just have to listen to yourself and take a break. And if you've built a community of people that understand that and support that, they're going to want that for you as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I it there have been times, but most of the time, my community is is clocking if I'm not showing up, and if that's reality, then I take a break. You know, we went to Florida a couple weeks ago with my in laws, and you know, most weekends I have a normal weekend. I pick my kid up at three o'clock every day as does Lindsay and like yeah i was just gonna say like i'm like yeah, i'm sure you know Lindsay has the same kind of uh, you know i was gonna ask pose the same question to her and and you know how does she deal with you know all that you know while trying to make create and everything i shouldn't yeah. say deal i shouldn't say deal with all that i didn't mean like <laughs> like, like, it, like he's a burden or anything like right that, but, no but like yeah how do you like how do you manage all of that well, you know, I think there there are seasons and, you know, it's it's this has been a long journey for me. You know, I knew I wanted to pursue music with my life when I was two or three years old. I didn't actually start pursuing music with my life until I was 26 um, and have had a lot of bumps in the road, a lot <laughs> in, in, in the time between then and now, which is a substantive amount of time. Yeah. And you know, what I'm able to do now, I wasn't able to do four years ago or eight years ago or 10 years ago. Um, you know, I ha I, I have a day job that is fully remote, which gives me the ability to do what I need to do out of a tour bus or at the recording studio or back and forth between LA and Indianapolis. Um, and I have a kid, you know, and of course my, my goal is to work myself out of that day job, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, I, I believe it's coming. Um, and you know, I have a kid who's almost 13 and is much less interested in time with me than he's ever been. And, you know, it's like, obviously he still needs me and it's important to me to be present with him. And I am, um, but you know, he has flown by himself recently. And then he was just out here with me in LA a few days ago. And, and so there's just a lot more. And I, you know, I, I am currently unpartnered. And so I, you know, kind of don't have any, you know, any, any obligations to be in one place. Um, right. And, and, you know, <clears throat> I really have a lot of freedom and flexibility. And the truth is, that this makes me better at everything else, going to the studio, being able to you know, sort through my insides to create something that is the manifestation of my lifelong dream um, gives me the vitality that I need to show up as my whole authentic, fulfilled self 
in all the other roles that I'm in and in all the other responsibilities that I carry. It doesn't mean I don't get tired. And sometimes I need to just like, you know, I'm in LA and I kind of overscheduled myself. It was like, you know, because uh-huh. I don't get to see people enough. And it's like, okay, wait, I have to build in some solitude for myself because as much as this is all positive, everything in my life right now, my personal life, obviously the world is a shit show. Um, <laughs> and I care about it and I'm showing up to it. But I, I can say right now, my personal life, all the things that are overwhelming are positively overwhelming, but it doesn't mean that I don't get overwhelmed still. And so building in those moments of just rest to take it all in and to let myself be a person is important, but I've never been more fulfilled and more on fire and happier than I am right now making this record. Wow. That's really fantastic to hear that. That's I, I love to hear that. And um, when do you think uh, you guys think that the album, you will you will come to fruition, you know uh, I mean, obviously it's kind of early, I'm sure in the, in the stages, but you guys have a, like an estimated time. Well, I mean, I think we'll be done with the recording part of it, you know, in a matter of months. Um, what we're trying to be wise about is the rollout because I've made the mistake in the past of just like, oh, I made this thing. I'm excited about it. I'm going to post it on Instagram and hope it goes somewhere. And it's like, there's no marketing plan. There's no PR. There's no, there's no strategy. And, um, you know, if you build it, they will come isn't generally how it works for most of us. And so, you know, we're, we're calling the right people into our lives and into our creative lives, um, into our band's life. And so, you know, we, are in talks with folks about management um, who, you know, we're very excited about. Uh, And, and we, we're, you know, we've got someone doing art direction, who's kind of helping develop the, the artwork for the record and for the singles and kind of for the band. And, and so there's just a lot of other places in, in addition to the creative, musically creative part of making this record that we're, wanting to have lined up so that all of this because it's so it's so good it's too good to just kind of like put out there halfway it needs to launch and so we're you know all the right the right business folks we're calling those in and then the remainder of our band you know we're not a fully (laughs) we're not we're not a complete band yet we are a band um you know it's Garrett and myself and Lawan Cusick on drums he couldn't be with us uh today but he's an amazing drummer and person um and we're looking for the right bass player Mm. the right synth person keys person secondary guitar um some combination of all of those and and, you know, when I say right, that means creatively, but that also means, you know, in terms of emotional maturity and kind of, you know, political alignment and, you know, people we want to build with and grow with and can trust on this journey. And so uh, those are some of the things we're focused on right now. Oh, very good. Um, I, I'm i really excited um, for you guys. Um, it sounds like this is really coming together and there's a, you know that this there's got a lot of steam behind this you know with a lot of different people involved already so that's um you know that's a big step and uh i'm looking forward to see when you guys complete the kind of the lineup and and how that that comes together you know and, for, and completes the sound for you guys so um 
you know, it was really great having both of you guys. Um, you know, it was nice to really have uh, Garrett here as well. Um, kind of have the behind the scene scenes part of parts of everything here. Um, but again, thank you guys. Uh, it was really great hearing your introspectives on like the, the songwriting process you guys go through and, uh, you know, how you were balancing all this stuff. Um, I think, I think it was a really informative show. And I think you guys shed a light on a lot of what music is and, you know, how, how it is created. So that's always appreciated for my, my end. So. Thank you, Lawrence. You asked great questions. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again for listening to Viral Music Hub. Um, tune in um uh in the next few weeks and i'm sure we'll we'll be having another show soon so uh again take care and thank you for listening